0: Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. What matters but the presence of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, I, I will choose right now not to preach. Without hesitation, I just won't preach. If it's Holy Spirit time, it's Holy Spirit time. It's the way that it is. Don't worry, we are addressing certain things going on in the building. For those of you that are walking around, pinpointing all of our inaccuracies and problems. (laughs) I know that it's hot in here right now. I'm hot, you're hot, endure and just endure. Doesn't really matter. The reason why it's hot in here is we haven't found our groove with the ACs yet. We obviously need to cool it down a whole lot more before before you come in the room. Now, I'm hot as can be, but we're not gonna shorten church. Just go ahead and go ahead and fan and do whatever it is you need to do. We'll be here till about noon, somewhere in there. We'll go about two hours. We're gonna see what the Holy Spirit does. If he wants us to go longer, we'll go longer. Listen, what you've gotta do is you've gotta prepare yourself right now to receive from the Holy Ghost. I don't have anything to offer you. As Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. I don't have anything to offer. I have no inspiration to give, but what I do have is the Word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit. What I do have is that I am a vessel, and you, if you are saved, you are a vessel of the Holy Ghost. You need to drop all religion, drop your names like Catholic and Baptist and Nazarene and Pentecostal, and just be Bible. Just be Holy Ghost. That's all that you need to do. It really, life really is simple. It's not difficult to understand. It's just difficult to implement because you have to get your carnality out of the way. Amen? Amen. 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 We're working on this building. The stairs are disgusting over here. The reason why they're still disgusting, you're like, Tom, how type, I, type A are you? Very, very type A. It bothers, right now the steps are bothering me. These words being too low, guys, are bothering me. They need to be up higher. We have David's head right here. That means they gotta go up. Those stairs are disgusting. The reason why they're disgusting is because we had a fraudulent election and now we have a Biden supply chain. We can't get anything. Oh, there he goes, lapsing into politics. I didn't say Barack Obama was elected fraudulently. I just said Joe Biden was, because he was. They're dropping the election right now in Wisconsin. That's the truth. We in the church need to call out lies and fraud, not sit there and act like it didn't happen. So we'll get rid of this stuff. I know that like in the cafe, there's no room for anybody. We'll work it all out. It's gonna take some time, just so everybody knows next week, we gotta turn the air conditioner down to 50. The worship team and everybody else, you're gonna to have to suffer. Bring your sweatshirts, bring your Vicks Vapor Rub, whatever it is that you got to do to endure in here and make sure that the AC is turned down because Big Tommy's hot. Turn that bad boy down. But well, we'll work out all the kinks. You just gotta stick with us. You just gotta stick with it. You have, look at all the people that are here. God bless you. I'm glad that you're here. Remember I told you the story about my neighbor who pulled me, pulled me aside when I was walking through the neighborhood with my dog and he pulled me aside and I said, I heard that you bought the Biscayne building. I said, yes, we did. And he said, basically, aren't you afraid that you can't fill it? No. It's not me that fills it. It's the Holy Ghost reaching out and grabbing people. It's the Holy Spirit reaching out and grabbing people that are hungry and thirsty for the Word of God. And I want to urge you, if you are new, or if this is new to you, this is an acquired taste. If you actually just give it a little bit of time, what you will discover is what you are hearing maybe for the first time in a long time is the Word of God. So stick with it. It's not gonna hurt you anyway. What does what a couple months have to do with it? I mean, what, how, do, how does a couple months really impact you? Just wait and see because there are so many people that were like, basically, I hated you at first, but then when I gave it a little bit of time, I found out what I was hearing was not you, but the Word of God. Yeah. The most offensive things you'll hear from me don't even compare to how offensive the Bible is to religious people. Don't be one of them. If the Bible says that you're wrong, you know what you should say out loud? I am wrong. Simple as that. If you've been as wrong and as stupid as I have been in my life, you need to learn to be as I have, a connoisseur of apologies and those three words, I was wrong. Not as many amens on that one. Lots of stubborn people out there. (laughs) <laughs> there's another, there's an amen. <laughs> COVID update. I want you to know this stuff. Now right now, everybody's running. You're like, Tom, you're pro-Putin. You're pro-Russia. I'm not pro-anything. I'm not pro-dictator. The leader in Ukraine is a dictator. So you know, he's locked up. You know what's so funny? Is that everybody calls it a democracy. Well, by... The left standard, the Ukraine is a democracy. The le- in the Ukraine, they've locked up all opposition politicians. That's an absolute fact. And people want to go fight for democracy. And then also, they've locked up all opposition media. So that is not a democracy. It's a distraction. But it, what it's, now, now, that's how the left also, in our country, defines democracy. They define democracy as banning opposition media, and if they could get away with it, and they are, to some degree, lock up their political opponents. See, you need to know the truth. You're like, this is politics, Tom, this is not the gospel. Do you see the book of Revelation opening up right before your very eyes, unfolding right before your very eyes? I didn't used to preach about this stuff. I am forced to preach about it. I am compelled to preach about it by the Holy Spirit. You notice how people get up and leave? You know why people get up and leave? Because they're, t- they're little tender-hearted people. That here's the, here's the thing. They're not following the true gospel of Jesus Christ. They are following their morph, morphed perception of love that's nowhere in the Bible. So when it violates their religion, the most dangerous spirit that there is is a religious spirit. This is not Christianity, really. The unfolding of the mark of the beast, the proliferation where you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your QR-coded mark of the beast is not the Bible? Oh, I don't wanna hear that because that has nothing to do with love thy neighbor. Love thy neighbor is only a part of the gospel. You are to preach the entire gospel. That's how it works. And it's actually why the world has no interest in the church. It's why the world is not scared of the church. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, lock them down, ban them, censor them. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred and you are that temple. Where do you get that from? That's the Bible. When you see the tender heart peaceniks get up and leave, understand they are running from the word of God. That's 1 Corinthians 3.16. Jesus said, do not suppose that I have come to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace. How dare you say that, I didn't. Jesus did. That Jesus, I'm telling you right now, I don't know how many people are truly saved that call themselves saved because what did they get saved underneath? What perception of Jesus did they get saved underneath? We're supposed to be saved, 1 Peter 1, 23. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. You're supposed to be saved through what the word of God says, not our perception of hippie Jesus all accommodating, all tolerating Jesus, he is not. How are you tolerant when you say, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which they must be saved. That's not tolerant to the Muslim community. That's not tolerant to the Hindu community. That's not tolerant to the Mormons or the Jehovah Witnesses. But yet Christians think, Christians under their false ideal of love think that what you're supposed to do is not preach the Bible. As soon as they hear a Bible verse, they go. It's not politics that I'm preaching. I wouldn't preach about You ever heard me preach about vaccinations until 2021? Why would I preach about vaccinations? Because they're the gateway to the true goal of all of this, which is to mark humanity for profit. That's the goal, not your profit, not my profit. That's why everybody needs to start thinking about, you know what, we should think twice about whether or not we should go fight another war for George Bush. We should go fight another war for Barack Obama. You know, it's funny, George Bush had wars. Barack Obama had wars, and lo and behold, the only one that stands against the World Economic Forum had no wars, Donald Trump, blew it on COVID, blew it on COVID, blew it on COVID, blew it on on the vaccines, but had no wars. And then lo and behold, we got another World Economic Forum actor, and we got another war. Right when all the statistical data is coming out. This is not politics, folks. the book of Revelation, please read it. Chapter 13 and 14. It's unfolding right before your eyes. I prefer not to preach about politics, believe it or not. Politics, whether, you're like, no way, Tom, you got the podcast, you do all those things. No, politics actually bore me. I like the power of the Holy Ghost, but you have to preach his sword. You want the power, you gotta preach the sword or you get nothing. You ever been, listen, you wanna be in a powerful service? then go up to somebody who's, go up to a service where they're preaching the word of God. Unfettered, unfiltered, uncensored. COVID update. Maybe, who knows if I'll get to anything. (laughs) Funny little thing has happened in the United States, and by the way, these are CDC statistics, which means I don't believe them as far as the numbers are lower than what they're reporting. CDC uh, statistics, it's hard to say. Now this is running from week, this is the comparison between week 14 to week 52 in 2020. What didn't we have in 2020? To week 14 to 52 in 2021 with the Like again, politics. No, I don't, it's not politics. I care about human life. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I care about human life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I care about human life. God has destined every single person to have life and life to its full abundance if they would just come to Christ. If they're dead, they can't come to Christ. It's not politics. It's love of humanity. It's wanting everybody to live. Oh, the hypocrisy of people who go down to the border and cry about kids in cages, and they'd slaughter that same kid in that cage if they were in the womb. I care about human life. I want everybody to live so they can have an opportunity to go to heaven. So this is the comparison, week 14 to 52, 2020, week 14 to 52, 2021. In comparison, in those exact weeks from 2020 to 2021, what they call anomalous deaths, non-COVID, quote unquote, natural deaths, are up 197,314 for the age bracket of 30 to 49. That, my friend, and that's CDC statistics. You can pull it off. If you know what you're doing, which I don't, this is from The Ethical Skeptic, put out by Jonathan Shuttlesworth. This is absolute fact. It is indisputable, irrefutable fact. That is what is happening in this country. You think you notice right now when the country's 330 million, by the way, it's not 330 million, it's between 380 and 400 million. Because that 330, you know where that number comes from? 2006, I think we've grown a smidge since then. But if you have 350 million, we'll just pick a middle spot. You think you'd notice 197,000 additional deaths? You wouldn't, but you will. It's coming, and that's why, lo and behold, there's a war. Oh, you're pro-Putin, no, Putin's evil. You're pro-Ukraine, nope, Ukraine's evil. I'm pro the innocence on both sides. That's it. We as a ministry, I talked to Rodney Howard Brown yesterday on the phone. We as a ministry are sending the Ukraine refugees $10,000. Here's the thing, what do do I mean by that? We are buying $10,000 worth of food for them. And it's being distributed to all the churches in in actually Poland and other places that are receiving the refugees. This is through Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, Paula White, and numerous other ministries coming together and buying, I mean, just basically tons and tons of food, millions of dollars worth of food. I care about the innocents. But both sides, both the, you've got to learn to understand, you've got to learn to separate between the elites and their desires versus everybody else. America, at its heart, is pure. The Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, they are pure, it's pure, it's a good place. However, the people that are running it are corrupt. We can't just go you know, 100% this direction, 100% that direction. You have to weigh the spirits, you need to test the spirits. All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. So those are, that's 90% now. This is the last thing I'm gonna tell you about COVID today. 90% of all COVID deaths has risen to 90%. And I have said this from day one from the pulpit, from day one from the podcast, that you will see the numbers continue to rise as the vaccination rates go up. If you follow the vaccination rates, you'll follow the death count. 90% of all COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaxxed. 90% of all COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaxxed, and yet you still have everybody pimping, if you wanna be safe, get the vaccination. And they'll say to you, well, it doesn't matter. You know, Tom, that's because 90% of the population has been vaccinated. That makes no sense when you swore that it would prevent death. First you, pre- first you swore that it would prevent transmission. That was a lie. Then you swore that it would prevent hospitalization. Then, well, first, then you, then you swore that it would prevent infection. Then you swore that it would prevent hospitalization. Then you swore it would prevent death. It's not doing any of those things. It's causing those things. Tom, listen, I've got lots and lots of relatives who are vaccinated. They need prayer. Now. They need prayer now. The soft hearts aren't gonna do it. The soft hearts are gonna usher them straight to hell on earth and in eternity, as they love them straight to hell by not, conv- not actually telling them convicting truths. Amen. You must tell people the truth. They need healing. We are only seeing the beginning of this. A major star of rugby in Australia dropped dead. He's out on vacation, just drops dead. This is happening all over the world. If it was on Trump's watch and they could blame it on Trump, it'd be headline news, every single one of those deaths every single soccer player that has clutched his chest and fallen to the ground as a 20-year-old at the pinnacle of fitness, man or woman, clutching their chest and going to the ground. This is not politics. The devil comes to steal and to kill. We should be standing against things that kill people. We should be standing against them. Matthew 24, five through eight. See all, the, see all the kind hearts going? It's sad. Is there all the same people that were closed? That closed their churches? All the kind hearts. They don't stand in the word of God. The government tells them to close their churches, they do. Who do they think? Who do you, they're like, no, you know, we need to comply with the government. Romans 13. Who do you think the beast is going to be? You don't think the beast is gonna be the government? How about the beast, too? That will be the international globalist government. And you think you're supposed to comply? We See, the thing is, it is a badge of honor that people get up and leave your services. Because many Christians should get up and leave services. If the Bible's being preached and they don't like it, they should get up and leave. See how quiet it is in here? Because they need to deal with themselves spiritually and ask themselves, what is it that's offending me right now? But people won't do it. People never actually come to that place and say, what is it that's offending me right now? Is it the fact that I caved and that I am full of shame on the inside? That I caved, that I closed my church, that I locked down, that I got vaccinated, that I pimped and I hoard vaccinations that are now killing people? That the end game now is clearly in sight and that was to mark, distance, and dominate people. And yet I caved to all those people that told me to lock down, that told me to mask. See, that's the, you need to understand, the love of most will go cold. That doesn't mean that we're not gonna have a mighty revival before that. But the love of most will grow cold. You can't, you cannot be bothered by Christians who are not biblical. I get into, I get into debates with people on occasion and my, and my wife is on it, on me sometimes about it, but I actually do it to keep my knife sharp. I don't do it very often. Sometimes I have worse weeks than others, but on the whole, I don't do it very often. And I was in a debate with a, with a guy over the week Not during the whole week, but over a day, this week. Make that clear. And he was espousing all the virtues, and this was an anti-vax guy, anti-COVID guy, but now all in on the Ukraine. And I said to him, it's the exact same deception. If you come out now and you say anything antithetical to the Ukraine orthodoxy, they call you names just like they did with COVID, they call you names. So anyway, so he started, what's funny is he told me, I need to work on my communication skills. (laughs) While he called me Hitler, as a Christian, he's calling me Hitler. So then he said he brought out the usual COVID tripe, which was, you do whatever you wanna do, but all of my friends and family are dying. That's what he said. So I sent them, just like all the people said with all my friends. The ERs are being overrun. I more than once sent out a photographer into the local ERs. And not once were they overrun. Not one time. Todd Starnes went out to New York City and filmed in the, in the heart of COVID. In the, in the midst of the quote-unquote outbreak, and they were all empty, too. So he said, all my friends and family are dying. So I said, who? (laughs) W H O question mark. Who? Who is it? I said, I don't need names. I don't need addresses. Cousin, brother, brother in law, best friend. And I and he would end back. Because of your attitude, I'm not going to answer you. You obviously, it's just emotional tripe to cover up his lies. So he would send me a litany of things. You you are this and you are that, and I would simply send him back his quote. All my friends and family are dying. Who? Six times I sent him back. Who? You're Hitler, you're pro-Stalin, you're you're pro-Putin, you're pro-Russia. All of my friends and family are dying. Who? If you notice, it is exactly the same spirit. And what happens is, is now all the people on the right, including Christians, are jumping on board because they don't wanna be called names. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, goes with the flow, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew five eleven through 16. And here's the thing, he's, he know why he's lying? He's lying for his narrative, and he believes that lying justifies it. He believes his narrative is so pure that as a Christian man, he can lie and it's still pure as long as you get to the end game of his narrative. Here's the thing, if you have to lie to have your plans fulfilled, your plans are evil. You don't ever have to lie. If it's a true, if it is truly all your friends and family are dying, send me the list. Does that mean, Tom, you don't believe people are dying? Of course people are dying. But just so you know, there are genocides, there are homicides, and there are atrocities. Every single day, look at the city of Chicago. Every weekend, 50 people are shot. Every weekend, 52 weekends a year. That's not Monday through Friday. That's Friday through Sunday. Who knows what the week totals are? Nobody cares there. Because they're all mainly black people, so nobody cares. You get into a European war and everybody's white. Tom, I didn't think you were like this. Yes, I am. Everybody needs to look honestly at situations instead of actually just having their political rose-colored glasses on. You should have heard it last night, actually. I can't stand Trevor Noah. Can't stand him, but I played a clip from him on the podcast last night because he hit it on the money. All these people who call you racist, they're projecting on you that which they are. And it comes out in their reporting. We can't believe this. All these, all these liberal reporters, we can't believe this is happening in Ukraine. All these people look like Europeans. We can't believe this is happening here because all these people look like Europeans. One, one reporter after another was saying that. Then they call you a racist. I guess it's fine if it's happening in Iraq because they have a tinge of brown in their skin. I guess it's fine that it's happening every single day in Africa that dwarfs the Ukraine and now for decades, and I'll flip the script the other way. White people, there's a genocide of white people in South Africa, but nobody covers that because nobody cares about those white people being killed. It's, very, it's funny how they pick and choose what they're passionate about. It's whatever pushes their political narrative, and we as Christians need to stand back and say, what should I support? And when they tell you to lock down, you think twice about it. The simple believeth everywhere. Look at me. The simple believeth everywhere, but the prudent man looks well to his going. Proverbs 14, 15. Alright, now I'll start the message at eleven twelve. Matthew twenty four, five through eight. Same place we launched last week. For many will come in my name saying I am the Christ. Understand something. This is general. It's getting cool in here now, isn't it? There we go. I'm starting to feel it. My sweat is drying and making me cold. Don't mess with that AC, Jeff. I want it cold. Turn back around, there you go. Mm. <laughs> Colder the better, bring a sweater. Mm. For many will come in my name saying I am the Christ. Understand that when, when he's saying this is general, I am the Christ, doesn't mean they'll specifically say I'm Jesus. They'll come as the answer. They'll come as the savior. They'll come as somebody who's saying here are the answers to your life and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. What does troubled mean? Just that you're, that you're bothered? No, you know what it means? It means like troubled waters. All in this way, all in that way. Don't be troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. The end is not yet. What are, you, what are we supposed to be doing, Tom, enjoying our life? Tom, are you telling me in the midst of all your political rage that you enjoy your life? I'm not raging. I preach, but then I'm done. I go home and enjoy my life. If I was still at the age in my 20s and 30s, we'd be having more babies. We'll be just having a normal life. I don't worry about it. God will supply all your needs. The righteous are never seen begging for bread. It doesn't matter what the supply line shortages do. We may may be short on carpet. But my God shall supply all my need. There's no need to be troubled. There's no need to be worried, not for a second. You're telling me, Tom, to not even consider it? Yes. Jesus said, take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat, what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather in their barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they, who by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Matthew 6, 25 through 27. No man can serve, what are the, what are the, what are the two verses in front of that? If your eye is bad, then your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness. No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else you will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in money. Take no thought. Relax. I am learning. After 25 years of law enforcement, with a 13 year overlap in ministry, I am learning now to relax. You're like, you don't seem relaxed. That's just what I'm preaching. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, if I've told you a dozen times before, if you actually follow me around my neighborhood, you'd be like, that guy's a pastor? (laughs) I walked through the neighborhood the other day. I dropped, about seven loads of chicken wing grease on my shirt. (laughs) And it was yellow. My shirt was yellow. And I just took the dog out walking with it. People saw me, Whew. I don't care. I ain't going to that guy's church. Well, welcome to the club. About 50 people have walked out of here this morning already. Understand that our ability to run people off is what will make us huge. You wanna read? read? Read John chapter six, 53 through 67. Many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Why? Because they said this was a hard teaching. Oh, Oh, that hurt my feelings. It's the Bible, Christian. I know it's not your version of Christianity. But in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. This is all there is to Jesus. Anything that you add, you are adding to yourself the plagues written of in this book. You don't add. This is the beginnings of sorrow, for nation will rise against nation, Matthew 24, 7. And there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginnings of sorrows. It's the beginning, but the end is not yet. We have a worldwide harvest to be a part of. And here's the thing, you also have a great personal life ahead of you. It's both, it's all, it's all encompassing just like the word of God. Matthew 24, six, see that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And as I've already reiterated, so I'm not going to preach it again. Don't buy in. This is where that was supposed to be in the message, but I already preached it all. Don't buy in. So we'll go to this part. Instead of buying into everybody's narrative, and notice who is pimping the narrative. It is unrighteous people. If they are, oh, Tom, you're not allowed to say that. I'm saying it. They are unrighteous people. Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Come out from among them and be separate. 2 Corinthians 6.14, 2 Corinthians 6.17. Be separate, stand back. Let the spirit tell you what to do. Be still and know that he's God. Clothes, no. Put a mask on, no. Vaccinate, no. You do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. As soon as this COVID stuff started, I'm like, th, 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 stinks. Something stinks. It's like when you're driving down Winchester and you're like, There's somebody hit a skunk. Something stinks. I'm out. Instead of buying in to anything or anybody, go after God. I'm gonna tell you something, this is a very different church. Most Christians in this building do not go after God. God is simply an accent on your life. He is a flavor. He is a seasoning. Well, he's, you know, he's given me peace, me, he's given me, he's given me, he's given me. Instead of going after God. With all that you have, you go after him. Prayer, Bible study, worship, fellowship, fasting, going after him. Most Christians just settle for, Lord, I ask for your blessings on my life, in other words, my lordship. And they never say, you know what, I wanna be a vessel, I wanna be a conduit of God's power. So most Christians, that's what makes them vulnerable. They're not actually operating in the gospel. God is more of a genie than he is Yahweh. Bless me, Lord. Bless me, Lord. Not I yield to you, Lord. Not I am a living sacrifice, Lord. I lay my life down before you, Lord. I present myself as a living sacrifice, Lord. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me, as Paul said in Galatians 2.20. Go after God. These are verses we use all the time here at Foundation Church, Matthew 17, 19 through 21. Then the disciples came to Jesus because they were smart privately and said to him, why could we not cast it out? Why couldn't we cast out the demon from the boy? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. So what do you do right there? You have a problem. Most Christians never ever deal with that word. They're insulted by the word if you say to them that there's unbelief in your life. Why wasn't Aunt Susie healed back in 1988? Unbelief by somebody. It could have been her. Could have been the people praying over her. If you pray over somebody who's got stage four cancer and you go up to them and you say, thy will be done, they're finished. That's not the end of the prayer. Thy will be done on As it is, there is no cancer in heaven. But all the Christians are afraid. They're afraid to be the colossal failure that I've been. I've gone up, fervently laid hands on people, cast out sickness, and the person still died. Do I give up? No, I go to Jesus and I go, why couldn't I cast it out? And the Holy Ghost says to me, because of your unbelief. See how quiet it gets in here? All, everybody's afraid to be insulted. It's not insulting if it's true. It's true for me, it's true for you. This little poem right there. It rhymed, and I didn't even intend to it for it to lie. I mean to, to rhyme. So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, he doesn't mince words. Oh tender hearted ones. You're gonna be disappointed. As disappointed as people would be if they saw me walking down the road with chicken grease on my shirt, they're gonna be disappointed when they meet Jesus. You're mean. Most Christians, they would not follow Jesus if he was the pastor of their church. Most Christians would leave the church pastored by Jesus himself, knowing that it was Jesus. And they would do it in the name of Jesus to go find another Jesus. It's true. Who told them to lock down? Where's the the Bible verse on locking down? I'm curious. Where's the Bible verse that tells you to avoid truth in the name of love? Where's the Bible verse that says, you know what? We're going to accommodate homosexuality in our church. So I guess you're going to accommodate child molesters then. And just so you know, everything that you're you're seeing happening right now, with men and women's restrooms and men and women's locker rooms, which, by the way, that came out at Penn University. Leah Thomas, the male s- swimmer that I'm always making fun of. It came out that the women were complaining because he was naked in the, in the restrooms. Where are their parents? Where are the administrators? They're uncomfortable. Yeah, they should be uncomfortable. It's a women's restroom. This may be vulgar for some of you but male genitalia does not belong in a women's restroom ever. Ever. Tommy, why don't you, why don't you say that the other way? Because it never applies. It never applies. There's no women trying to get into men's restrooms, what, so they can see the urine soaked floor? Ooh, that's hot. Well, that's urinal's more stained than the last time I saw. That urinal cake's a little smaller. There's no women trying to get in there. Oh, how would you know, Tom? Oh, just 25 years of law enforcement. All the pervs are men. That is the way that it is. Oh, no, there's exceptions. Oh, there's always a statistical exception. But statistically speaking, where are the women rapists? Please. I never arrested, not one time in twenty five years of law enforcement, a female pervert. Every panty bandit was a guy. <laughs> There's not too many women breaking into houses to try to steal some man's stained jockeys. Ooh. See, I feel bad for the 25 people that walked out of here. They're missing all this. They're going to go to a church. Well, you know, God loves you and God's not mad at you, and you know, everybody just, you know, we all need to come together now. <laughs> Shove it. <laughs> Shove it. See, a lot of people probably thought, Tom, you fill a room with eight or 900 people, a 1,000 people. You'll tone it down so you don't see the people parading out. I knew they were going to pray it out. There's people from the old church that used to come here that are not walking out the back. I would too if I was them. If that's your gospel, and I'll say this, if you treat God's house the way that you treated this one, you should walk out the back door. I've never seen a church building in this level of disrepair, ever, that was a functioning church. They should have opened this up as a Florida State Park, as a waterfall. Just sold tickets. We'll show you the waterfall in the East Room and i will show you the waterfall in the main sanctuary. (laughs) Here's an idea, fix it. We found two fires so far that were not remedied. Fires. Yes, fires. F-I-R-E-S, fires. Not only didn't they fix the damage, they left the stuff plugged in. You have disrespect for the house of God doing those things. Never will see that in a church that I'm pastoring. If you do, come up and smack me in the face, because I have lost lost all compass for ministry. So Jesus said to them, oh wait, I want to tell you this. What you are seeing with the transgender movement is simply a launching pad to pedophilia. It's all that it is, is to groom you. Groom you to accept that which is disgusting in the name of virtue. That which is not there, you are being forced to say is there. You are a male, no, 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 I'm a female. You will say it. No, I won't. What? There's so many people, there, you watch it, watch the church start to accommodate the transgender movement. Not here, Amen. not here. Just so you know, if you, if you lean that direction, lean, we love you enough to tell you that you have a penis, you are a man. We love you enough to tell you the truth and you will go to the appropriate bathroom. Period. That is love. That is love. That's why all these Christians are wretched, horrible parents. Because they won't ever discipline their own kids. They're terrified of their own kids. That's why they're all wretched, horrible husbands. Because they're terrified of their wife. You see how quiet it gets right there because all the guys are scared of their wives. Don't be worried about repercussions. Stand in the truth. I'm not married to a shrinking violet. She puts up a fight. You ever dealt with her? There are times when I'm like, no. I told this story the other day. We were driving around and we were, we were, we were dated or dating or married, Hope. I can't remember. you have to fill me in. I think we were married, but I don't know. Think maybe dating, but anyway. <laughs> so we were driving around, it was definitely pre-kids, so it was probably when we were dating. So anyway, nobody nobody caught that, but anyway. <laughs> we were driving around in my unmarked police car. And we were at, uh, Indiana, on Indiana at uh, like uh, Pine Street and like Pine Street and River area. Indiana and Dearborn, that's exactly where we were. Indiana and Dearborn. And some guy was driving like a maniac, playing pulling around us. And Hope grabs my police light <laughs> from under the seat, puts it on the dash, and tells me, go get him! <laughs> I mean, fervently. where's oh, Go get him! I said, don't ever touch the police light. That's not yours, that's mine. I will decide whether I will Joe Biden go get him or not. No, no I didn't go get him. He could, have, he could have run over a bunch of puppies and I wouldn't have gone to get him just to make a point to hope. If so you don't meet me at the door, if you ran over puppies, I would have gone and got (laughs) them. But you need to read the sign of the times. That's what it's all about. Is to get you, it's to dull you down. Getting people to put a mask on their face is not the end game. The end game is to put a mark on your forehead. That's the end game. It's called procuring people. It's called grooming people. That's how it works every time. I thought that was just child molesters grooming kids. No, it's it's adults too. You're getting groomed if you give in. That's why you never give one inch. All these people now that are against this, against Vax mandates, against masking kids, they're all wearing masks on the congressional floor and on the Senate floor. Why did, listen, you have 212 right-wing politicians in the Congress and all of them wore masks. If they all said no, they're almost 50%, what would have happened? Same thing with the church. If the church would have said universally no, well, people would have died because of it. That's right. You stand in the word of God. Even if it costs you your life, you stand in the word of God, period. Unequivocally, you stand in the word of God. Well, in Massachusetts, it did this way. and In New York, no, you stand. See, I'm part of a circuit of, of, of pastors under the umbrella of Rodney Howard Brown. A whole bunch of people in various locations. I'm telling there's a pastor I know. He stood in Baltimore. He never closed. They didn't touch him. They were scared of him. That's what, that's what we need to be. In Baltimore? Baltimore was Stalingrad. And is. He never closed. I know pastors all around the nation in some of the hot beds of leftist COVID, branch Covidism. stood wide open. I mean, they didn't care. They stood. They never closed for a second. Oh, yeah, but then you're gonna be hated, which means you're not Christ-like. Really? And ye shall be hated of all men, but he that endureth until the end shall be saved. Don't let that get in the way of your Christianity, although that's Jesus talking. Matthew ten twenty two. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, go after God. What time is it? Okay, we're good. Go after him. That's the purpose in life. Believe it or not, it is not to get to retirement. It is not to whatever acquisition that you want. Stay with me. It is to go after God. That is what will fulfill your heart. That will be what gives you purpose. Your empty, the emptiness that you feel on the inside of you is a lack of pursuit. Go after him. But when, just so you know, he's going to burn it down. Your little personality quirks, your depression, your mental health days are coming to an end if you're going to deal in the Holy Ghost. A lot of Christians, you know, there's Christians that will choose to be depressed instead of corrected? Just like there's some Christians that will choose to be infirmed for the sympathy or for the government check instead of being healed. Don't let that be you. Because of your unbelief, swallow it. That's what I do. Why was I laid hands on people and they're dead? Why? Because of your unbelief. Swallow that horse pill and do something about it. Don't adopt your theology. Don't adapt your theology to something that's heresy. Well, you know, God has a plan. You just never know what that plan's gonna be. It's gonna unfold and you just never know. That's not the Bible. The Bible is to you, it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. That's the Bible, Jesus talking again in Mark 4:11. There's no mystery. If it didn't happen, it's unbelief. It's either the person didn't want it or they did, but there's so much inherent unbelief it didn't happen or the same for the person praying over them. You look at the people who got healed by Jesus. You just go down the litany in Matthew chapter eight, starting in verse four, I mean verse two. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said. Be clean, immediately he was cured of his leprosy. The guy wanted it. The next one, a centurion came to him asking for help. He said, my servant lies home t- paralyzed and in terrible suffering. Jesus said to him, go and it will be done just as you believe that it would. That's Matthew 8, 5, 6, and 13. Done right there. The centurion came to him asking for help. And he simply, Jesus said, it was done. Jesus came into Peter's house. And saw Peter's mother-in-law lying in bed with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her. And she got up and began to wait on him. Matthew eight fourteen and 15. When evening came, many who were demon possessed were brought to him. And he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took up our infirmities and carried our diseases. No unbelief. But look at the people who came. They came to him. They wanted it and they received it. However, this kind, I'll read read the whole verse, the whole two verses. Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will, you will, you will say to this mountain, move here to there and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. How many Christians operate that way? Tom, you don't, correct, but I am not happy. And I and I'm full and I embrace the word of God so it will happen. Amen. It already does but I want it to be more often. I don't want any losses. I'm okay with saying that. Most pastors would never say that out loud. When I pray and it doesn't happen, I'll say to the person, there's unbelief in the camp. It's either you or me because that's what the Bible says. Go after them and fix it. Don't adapt your theology to some heresy. That makes everybody very vulnerable when heresy gets preached. If you decide to make heresy innate, then when heresy comes, it's you. Lock your church, put a mask on, Uh, accept transgenderism, accept homosexuality. You've already accepted things that are antithetical to the word of God. Why would you not accept those? If you reject healing and you reject prosperity, will you not reject morality? It will happen. That's what's happening right now. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Be not ye therefore partakers with them. Written to the believers in Ephesians chapter 5, verse seven. However, he says, go after God. Unbelief is the problem, amen? Amen. However, this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. Go after God. Look at me now, I hate fasting. It's not comfortable for me, but it's what I must do. I want God. I hunger and I thirst for righteousness. I hunger and I thirst for righteousness, specific to scenarios. If somebody comes to me with tumors, righteousness is that tumor being gone. If somebody comes to me lost, then I need to be operating in the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. That only will come through prayer and fasting because my flesh has to be crucified. Well, this isn't very, this is not like, you know, um, at the movies, summer playlist. This isn't love part 48. No, this is the Bible. This is the word of God. And people refuse to hear it. Even Christians, the love of most, will grow cold Matthew 16 17 and 18 and these signs will follow those who believe in my name they will cast out devils they will speak with new tongues they will take up serpents and if they drink anything deadly it will by no means hurt them they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover was this the response of the church in 2020 and 2021 then if they will cave there if they'll cave here they will have men in their women's restrooms it's only a matter of time. I preached this probably five, six years ago now, but I read exactly, there was, a, there was a giant meeting of huge names in evangelical Christianity. It would startle you. I refused to put the names out then, except if you asked me at the door, and now I've forgotten them, so don't ask me today, except for one. Huge names in what was basically the coming together of the worldwide ev- evangelical church and what their stand was on homosexuality, and that was that it was no longer sin. Huge names. It would rock your world, most of you have own their books. It's the way that it is, because their love is a deeper love than the Bible. The Bible says, tell the homosexual, and the pornographer, and the heterosexual sinner, That they're all going to hell. Facts. Why say anything different? Tell them that's love. Save their life. Throw them, throw them some sort of life raft. Go after God. How did Paul win the lost? 1 Corinthians 2, 4. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Matthew 10.8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. It doesn't say give everybody your love. We just want to show everybody how compassionate we are. We're just very compassionate people. We're nicer than the average. Definition of modern Christianity, we are nicer than the average. Really, the definition of modern Christianity is we will obfuscate the truth to keep you in the building. Luke 11, 13, go after God. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? You wanna know the key to everything for the believer? It is to get your eyes off of heaven and get your eyes on the Holy Ghost. Always be able to tell the sign of the times but get your eyes on the Holy Ghost. Stop complaining. Stop whining. How many of you struggle with complaining in here? You guys are bold. I love you right here. I love you too. Seriously. Good job. What does the Bible tell us about complaining? Do everything without complaining. Do everything without complaining or arguing. Ephesians 2.14, everything. You know what the, you know what the biblical, de- biblical definition in like the Strong's theora, the, Bible thes- thesaurus is for everything? Everything. Everything. Should You're telling me I should never complain? That's correct. Ever. I've cut my complaining down by 90%. I still got 10% to go. But if you're somebody who habitually complains, Understand, there's no Holy Ghost. He gone. It's not because he leaves. He's right here. It's because your carnality is so big you can no longer sense him. 11.45, 15 minutes to go. Everybody good? But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. As was in Jerusalem and Judea and all of Samaria, they were scared of the church. They should be scared of us. Not because because we have the largest conglomeration of (laughs) AR-15s, which by the way, I do. However, that's just for the brown shirts if they come to my house with a vaccine in their hand, then I will vaccinate them with lead. They should be scared around us because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Just like they were in Jerusalem. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria. And to the ends of the earth, you shall receive power. His 12, he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Luke chapter nine, verse one. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Have you anybody noticed it's not happening? It will happen here in this church. And here's the thing you are the church. Pray that, pray, Philemon 1 6, pray that you may be active in sharing your faith. You want to win somebody to the Lord? Melt their tumors. Try that instead of love and syrup. You won't find any of the syrup with Jesus, the very person that the syrup worshipers follow. You won't find any of that with him at all. Why do we need the Holy Ghost? Matthew 24, 24. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders. insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. A lot of people read the second part of that verse being that it's not possible to deceive the elect. It says, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. In other words, the elect decide whether it's possible or not. Is it possible for you to be deceived? I'll give you you some characteristics, or really symptoms of those who are easily deceived. Are you ready? The offended. Those streaming out the back door this morning because you dare say the word vaccine or COVID in church? The offended, easily deceived. They probably got in their cars alone with a mask on. The truth obfuscation crowd, which is what I said earlier, those that preach love at the detriment of truth. It says, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. And then shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and men. Proverbs 3, 3 and 3, 4. And that's right before. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own. That's the verse. No, everybody knows that verse. But not the verse before. It says, let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Mercy and truth bound around your neck. There is no mercy without truth. And there's no truth without Mercy. You have to do both. To the homosexual, you say you can be forgiven. To the liar, you can say you can be forgiven. To the pornographer, you can be forgiven. But if you do not turn from your sin, you will not. Mercy and truth bound around your neck. The deniers of prosperity, the deniers of healing, the deniers of protection. Whatever you bind is bound, whatever you loose is, they are very vulnerable to deception because they've already been deceived enough to reject the word of God. If it were possible, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders, in so much that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Do you know that censorship is all the same spirit? Censors of the word are the same as those who are censoring on social media. They censor the word too. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. I am the light of the world. Those who follow me shall not walk in darkness but have the light of life. Just put the light on everything. Why are we afraid? Why would anybody be afraid of bright light because it reveals the truth? Whenever you see somebody shutting down truth, understand, whether it's through obfuscation or flat out lying, understand that it's evil. Why won't the CDC release right now the vaccinated hospitalization numbers? Why? Why, why will they not release the booster data for 18 to 49-year-olds? And then you take their vaccine? Why would Pfizer and the FDA go to court to try to not release all the information about the development of the vaccination to keep it confidential and then people take it? I'm telling you right now, just common sense. If somebody comes up to me with a black glass that I can't see what's in it and tells me to drink it, I'm not. let alone pump it into my bloodstream. Heading to the end with this. We must respond to the deceptions, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and will show great signs and wonders. We as the living church of the living God must respond in kind. We must respond. We have to show, we have to show the world the true God. We have to respond to it all. Even to everyday deceptions, we need to preach to the world. You know what, the next house, the next political victory, even if the Republicans take this, or the Republicans take that, it's empty. Respond to the deceptions. When I was at, I've talked about this a lot, eight minutes to go, everybody with me? I told you when I was at Tommy's last fight, I was all in. All sin is carnal, but not all carnality is sin. I was not sinning, it was just carnal. Tom, sounds like you're making excuses, I am. But when he choked that guy out, and I acted like a buffoon afterwards, I was juiced, man. I was like, man, this is great. This is great, this is life. And immediately, I was compelled by the Holy Spirit, you need to get back in reality. And what I did was, basically everywhere I go, I've got Bible cards with me. And I'm flipping through and memorizing scripture. And I had them in my car, in my truck. I walked out from that fight. I was all jazzed. I'm like, you know what? You know, I mean, this is great. This is is life. No. And the Holy Spirit said, you need to get back. And I jumped in my car and just all the way home, memorized scripture, got back into reality. See, that's what's happening in America. This is what's happening with Christians. Christianity is so boring that it's actually more exciting to watch their 12-year-old son get a single in a Little League game Look at Johnny, they're juiced. Someday, he might be a professional athlete. They're juiced because their Christianity is so benign and so boring that they have to find life somewhere. Why is that? Because they're not following the word of God. And that's why the the world has no interest in us either. That's why the church has to prostitute itself. Come in and we'll give you this. Come in and we'll give you that. We'll, we'll, we'll water it down for you so you'll stay. They'll do anything to get people because the church is so lifeless because there's no Holy Spirit. You're wondering what's the difference in this place? The Holy Spirit is in this place because the word of God is preached boldly. There's no filter. There's no filter, we have to answer to the world. Finishing with this, Ephesians chapter six, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We have to answer. If there's gonna be false Christs and false prophets that show great signs and wonders, what ought we to be doing? Acts 4, 29 and 31, everyone always talks about, I wanna be the, be the church like the book of Acts, then be it. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Hebrews thirteen eight is the same yesterday, today and forever, be it. Yeah. But you're gonna have to hunger and thirst for righteousness. Yeah. You're gonna have to pray, you're gonna have to fast, you're gonna have to study to show yourself approved, you're gonna have to stop scrolling on screens. On. You're gonna have to go into your prayer closet and do things in secret so God can reward you openly. Will you pay the price? Will you go after God, or are you gonna just hope for a Republican victory? (laughs) Listen, Rodney Howard Brown was arrested while Trump was president. Ain't ain't no preacher's been arrested since Biden's been president. Just saying. You like Biden? Please, that name makes me nauseous. It's building up right here in the bottom of my throat. The most prolific baby butcher in the history of America is Joe Biden. The most evil presence in the history of America in the White House is there now. Acts 4, 29 and 31, I'm watching the time, 1157. Now Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. How? By stretching out your hand to heal, and that's, we wanna do this, we want all these things. By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done in the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and spoke the word of God with boldness. How many of you are willing to relinquish all of your tradition and heritage, and say, You know what, Holy Spirit, I'm yours. Will you? You speak in tongues? Will you? I mean, just you know how many verses you have to ignore in the Bible to not speak in tongues? First Corinthians 14 2, First Corinthians 14 14, First Corinthians 14 18, First Corinthians 14 4 and 5. One right after another, you gotta escape. You've gotta gotta ignore. The last one I'll tell you right here. Luke 4, 31 through 37, we're gonna close. Aaron, make your way. Worship team, make your way. We'll close right here. Got an amen on the closing. Amen. I'll take whatever amens I can get. Counts. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city in Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. Which, by the way, he wasn't allowed to do, but you should comply. Put a mask on your face. Romans 13, Romans 13 has to do with stopping for cops, not doing what Stalin tells you to do. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his his word was with authority. Yeah, but Tom, that's Jesus. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians 1.3, this is you too. You are the light of the world. Jesus was the light of the world. He put the power of the Holy Spirit in the church and made you the light of the world. Amen. You should be speaking in authority, not compliance. Compliant people will have a mark on their forehead. People in the church. Well, you you people drive me crazy, by the way. Those of you who send me pictures of churches that say you can't come in unless you're vaccinated. I don't know why you wanna stoke the fire anymore that's already there, but you send me those pictures. David Bradshaw, mainly. He was in church in Michigan and took pictures of there. You have to stay six feet apart. (laughs) Alcohol gel, they took pictures of it for me and sent it to me. Like I need We Sent me one from Venice. Vaccinated only on their sign. That's just the way it is. There will be people that have Mark of the Beast services and don't even know it. Everybody thinks that it's gonna be this big thing. No, it'll just flow right in, just like everything else. You know how many transgenders Biden has working for him right now? One of them's in charge of disposing of nuclear waste, and he likes to pet men who are dressed up as puppies. That guy's in charge of nuclear waste. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him in charge of my Snicker wrappers. (laughs) that caught me (laughs) now in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon and he cried out with a loud voice saying let us alone what have we to to do with you Jesus of Nazareth most church people would go okay we're leaving want to show you love devil did you come to destroy us yes I know who you are, the Holy One of God. That should be you when you walk in the room. You are the Holy One of God. You've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet and come out of him, that's not loving. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him, it did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and and spoke among themselves, saying, "What what a word this is. What a word this is for with authority and power, he commands unclean spirits and they come out and the report about him went out into every place in the surrounding regions. That's us. That's us, amen? Praise you, Lord. Thank you so much for joining us. We know that when there are this many people in person or watching online that there is a chance that some have not started a relationship with Christ. If that's you, and you would like a relationship with Jesus that washes away the stain of sin, you will need to start by repenting of your sin, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and asking him to be the Lord over your life. That means giving up control. If you have never prayed this or you have fallen away and want to return to the kingdom of life, repeat this prayer after me and mean it. Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life and be my Lord and be my Savior. I ask you to forgive me for all of my sins. And I now turn from them and I give you my life from this day on in Jesus mighty name. Amen. If you said that prayer, you are saved. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on give.